And yeah. I think that's the problem because as in, as we know Bitcoin and we live in the Bitcoin bubble, so to speak, you've got to bring other people with you. You, you, you can't just say, oh, you can buy your, your toiletries using Bitcoin at Boots. That's not enough for them. They need to understand what Bitcoin is and how it works and is it safe and is it secure. Hello and welcome back to the Crypto Standard Podcast, where we take the cryptic out of crypto. Okay, today we're going to give updates of what is happening with the UK's Bitcoin conference, and then we'll give our opinions on some announcements, some very, very big announcements that have happened in Miami at the Bitcoin conference over there. So let's get straight into this one. And remember, nothing we say is financial advice. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Bitcoin Standard Podcast. Bitcoin? Did I say Bitcoin? Well, maybe we should be saying Bitcoin with me, Jim. Me, Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Since, since Wednesday, when we put the podcast out talking about creating and planning the UK's first Bitcoin conference here in Dundee in the United Kingdom, I, it's been non-stop with people wanting to support us. It's been so good. So many people have reached out to me and they just want to help create this thing. And it shows that people want it, that they need an, an event in, in the UK. Yeah. And I think um, one of the things I found really interesting is we need to be really clear and we cannot sit in the fence. This is not a cryptocurrency no. event. This is not, as, as, as they all keep telling us, this is not a shipcoiner event. This is Bitcoin 100% undiluted. It's about educating and informing lots of people who want to come in Bitcoin and what it is, the network, the the whole paradigm around it. Um, but that that's what it's about and nothing else. I think it comes back to, well, we always emphasize Bitcoin. We say Bitcoin is, you have to get into Bitcoin before you even think about any other currency, cryptocurrency or digital assets. But it, it is Bitcoin comes first. So whoever wants to learn about and come into this world, they have to know Bitcoin. You have to know it. So it has to be an only Bitcoin event, 100%. And there's, I think, yeah, no debate. I th and I think to be fair to you and I, that I would say over the last three months, most of this podcast has been on Bitcoin. We've done a little bit on RSR. We talk about Cardano and Ethereum um, because these are these are things that are out there and you can't ignore them. But you and I have really gone down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. You're like you have to discuss. You ha I mean, you can't not discuss. We're not Bitcoin maxis that are solely Bitcoin because we realize that there is other stuff out there. And some people will get attracted to that. So then we have to discuss it and just be open. That's what a podcast is about, is about educating and informing people about what is out there. But it was really also inspiring that one, one anonymous follower and listener to the podcast has offered £1,000 in cash of his own money and then I put that, I tweeted that, and then someone else came in and said, if you make this happen, and I and I know it's happening, then I'll match that. And I was like, that's just phenomenal. I've had so many people. I've had people from the some news outlets get in touch with me and, like, we want to cover this. 
and specifically Bitcoin ones. And then I've also had like photographers, videographers, like I've been listening to your podcast. I'm a Bitcoiner. I want to come and help. I, I would say I've had about 30 to 40 messages all over all platforms, just being like, I want to help in some capacity. Well, that's really good. Um, okay, so I guess if we use the podcast cleverly, um, moving between now and October, then we can update people as they listen to the podcast uh, and we can get feedback on that. And then we can also discuss the usual macroeconomics and what's going on in the global Bitcoin um, picture. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so... Let's give people a quick update. So we're just off the phone with Dundee City Council Economic Development Department. They are talking about um, giving 30% discounts on um, Logan Air flights in from like Dundee into Dundee from the likes of Belfast or London City Airport. How they can help us, where they've put us in contact with a couple of venues that we've just emailed just now. So we are we are all over this, aren't we? Yeah, I'm in contact with any sponsors. They want to help with this and it's moving very fast. So it's taking, I mean, we're both full time on this now. <laughs> and I'm having a big yawn because if we've been <laughs> learning to fly and doing this, I'm like, well, if I wasn't busy before, I'm going to be busy now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's going on in Miami? So we've watched, so President B. Kelly from El Salvador cancelled his appearance, didn't he? Yeah. And I... I put a tweet out about this that I I really liked that he done that because obviously there's there's some problems that are happening in El Salvador at the moment and the fact that he has prioritized that over going to the Bitcoin conference which I know some politicians wouldn't because they use it as just a marketing stunt and yeah. he's clearly he's clearly in this for the long run and he is prioritizing his his actual job over this which yeah. is good to see. Yeah. Um, I guess to help people out, the reason that he didn't attend is he's got real issues because something happened with the gangs and the El Salvadorian gangs are pretty vicious and there's a lot of them. He's locked them all up. He's literally locked them all up and said, you guys don't run the state. We run the state. We don't want your crime. We don't want your drugs and we don't want your violence. And he's locked them up and he said, I'll tell you what, if you threaten prison guards, if you do anything else, I'm not going to feed you either. <laughs> wow. But then he did come out with something that people were a wee bit alarmed with that with the media, and you've got to have a free and um, unencumbered media, report anything negative about it or were kind of, he was saying you could go to jail. And I think mm, people were saying, I'm not so sure about that. So, um, he, he is up against it. He's trying to reinvent El Salvador, not just as a, a country that can stand at its own two feet financially and economically, but to get rid of some of the old cultures and you know gangs and all that. It's pretty horrible. Yeah, he's got he's got a tough job on his hands. <laughs> yeah, he does. No, he does. And actually, the next twelve months will be the making or breaking of him. Um, so, so he didn't attend. Who did attend? Serena Williams. What? Yeah. Serena Williams, the tennis ace, a, a world champion, a Grand Slam champion. I, I didn't realise she's got her own investment company and she's actually mm -hmm. invested in sort of Bitcoin and blockchain companies. Yeah, I think, I think it's called 
Serena Ventures or William Ventures, one of them. Um, and it was actually funny because I just watched, have you seen uh, King, oh, what's, it, what's it called? King Will, is it King Willie? King Richard, that's it. Have you seen that film? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's all about, it's got Will Smith in it. He's just, it's the one that he won the award yeah, for. Yeah, for. Yeah, really good about the Williams family. Oh, and really? how they grew up. It's awesome. For anyone listening, it's an awesome watch. I really enjoyed it. Wow. Where can you watch that? Is it free or? I had to pay for it on Apple TV. Ah, right. Okay. Interesting. I thought that's really early to be to be out um, free. Okay. So they've got the, that's a kind of caliber of people they've got on the stage. I saw that Mayor, Mayor Suarez was basically backing it and like, he created this huge bull sculpture and like this is this is I want Bitcoin and I was like wow and then what was one of the big announcements that was made? Uh, there's been quite a lot. <laughs> um, well, we'll go with Jack Mallers, the big yeah, one. Yeah. So, so just to again refresh everybody's memory, who Jack Mallers is? So Jack Mallers is the twenty is he twenty seven, twenty eight year old who is the CEO and founder of a company called Strike, which is essentially just pushing the Lightning Network and Bitcoin payments forward and trying to innovate on top of it. And So can I ask you a question? Is Strike an app or is just Strike, the, Strike working on the Lightning Network? Strike is just working on the Lightning Network and it's just an right. app that very similar to the likes of Cash App or... Right. Any, anything like that, or Robin Hood is what he referred to on his on his slides as. But he is the one that seems to be pushing this forward and actually trying to innovate on top of the Lightning Network. And yeah, he came out yesterday and essentially said that he's going to give away for thousands, hundreds of thousands of merchants, so stores, to accept Bitcoin on the Lightning Network. Now, this is in the USA at the moment. Hopefully, it gets spread out after that. Wow. So he's tying in with NCR. So NCR, National Cash Registers, I think they're massive. They're massive. They're like your, um, like your uh, sort of Visa and MasterCard, but they, they're actually point of sale. Mm-hmm. So people, anybody will be able to accept um, Bitcoin. And was it tie- also, it means it ties in with Shopify. Yes, he tied in with Shopify as well. That's pretty big. I yeah. mean, this young guy is amazing. Yeah, he's, yeah, it's crazy how much he's done. Like, it wasn't as big an announcement as people thought. They were like, oh, well, Apple are going to come out. Like we said, like yeah. it might be to do with Apple. And he said why on the on his um, presentation, which you can go and watch on YouTube if you want to. But he said why, at the moment, that's not their priority, really, is to integrate with Apple because it doesn't fix the problem. And this is his way that he sees to fix the problem. Interesting. Um, So that's massive. That's pretty big. And then um, breaking news right now, live on the Crypto Standard podcast, that Ledin... Laden, that's the people in America who are going to lend in Bitcoin. I've just said our Bitcoin mortgages will be available in the US soon. That's amazing. So 
I, I'm not sure. Does that mean you can buy a house with Bitcoin or you can you borrow against you? If you deposit your Bitcoin with them, you can borrow against that for a house. Yeah, I would guess if they are a Bitcoin company, they would be more towards we'll hold your Bitcoin and you can borrow against it because wow. you don't want to sell your Bitcoin. So if they're, yeah, I, I would have thought that's what it is. And this is the way it's going. Like we've seen one company in America already up and running doing this. And now we're just going to see the domino effect. Well, um, and as, as happens all the time, Jordan, this happens every single year at the Bitcoin conference. So number one, we had Michael Saylor st stating that he bought or my micro micro strategy bought was $195 million worth of Bitcoin or yeah. something. Um, but then the price always dumps. It yeah. all, I, I, how, how does that happen? <laughs> when you've got so much high, but everyone's there. But I guess we think, oh, the positivity should mean hopium means people are buying. But ultimately, if they're at the conference, they're talking, but they're not as at them. They've all bought their Bitcoin. Exactly. And I think it's, it is the, it comes back to the market psychology. And these things are already priced in before an event happens, no matter what it is, unless it's just a shock event and it happens suddenly. Like, yeah. So that's like COVID. Like, well, we didn't really see it with the Russia Ukraine, what's happening there. That was kind of already priced in before that happened because yeah. you could see the price going down. And with the conference, the price had gone up the weeks before it. So yeah. I think we'd already kind of priced it in and then we had the the traditional dump. Um, interesting. I spoke to a couple of business people in Dundee this week regarding the, the potential for getting involved with the UK Bitcoin conference that we're going to run. And I said to him, do you know much about Bitcoin? No. And so I've given them the two or three, I've given them Lawrence Lepard, Greg, Greg Foss and James Lapish to go and listen to again. And go and listen to these guys because they're really good. Um, but it's amazing how many people are just getting on in life and Bitcoin doesn't really come across their radar. If it does, it's not really, re it doesn't feel relevant to them yet. Yeah, it's very hard because it's like for people that get it, have understood it, have listened to the podcast, have read about Bitcoin, like it feels like we've got this pressure to buy more and just get as much as we can. But then if you come out of this bubble, you'll look at people just plodding along and not have a clue what Bitcoin is. Yeah. It's two very different worlds. <laughs> yeah. And let's be honest, so we just had a conversation with someone quite senior in the economic development department at the council and we said do you know what bitcoin is do you know what cryptocurrency is and they're kind of like no and so, you, so it's great that we're able to even chat to her mm -hmm. and when she finds out more about this as the conference goes on she'll chat to people and other people and hopefully attend and then all of a sudden you start to educate and inform and yeah. i think that's the problem because as an as we know bitcoin and we live in the bitcoin bubble so to speak you've got to bring other people with you You've, you've, you can't just say, oh, you can you can buy you can buy your um, your toiletries using Bitcoin at Boots. That's not enough for them. They need to understand what Bitcoin is and how it works and is it safe and is it secure and all and what fees are involved, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. I think making the point like you did on that call that we just had, 
was all of a lot of the negativity towards Bitcoin comes from other cryptocurrencies that are maybe pump and dump, that are scams, that are they've had the rug pulled. But then if you just look at Bitcoin, then it's never been hacked. Yeah. So I think a lot of the negativity and misconceptions do come from a lot of the crypto, uh, the, what well, I think there's, I think there's about 18,000 cryptocurrencies out there Yeah. and a lot do come from some of them. So I think making it clear, and if we can orange pill a whole Scottish city, <laughs> that'd be pretty awesome. Okay. Um, again, breaking news that came out yesterday is that Madeira, which is a Portuguese kind of settlement, like if you would call it that, um, the president of Madeira came out and said, I believe in the future and I believe in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the president of Madeira. It just so happened, I, we, we, guested, we guested some friends last night and they said that they're going to Madeira for nine days on holiday. And I was able to talk about Bitcoin and tell them <laughs> more about Madeira because I had Googled it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known where it is. But I mean, I know it's tiny and it's probably tied into the Portuguese thing because they're tied into Portugal who want to be Bitcoin and cryptocurrency friendly. And you're like, this is happening slowly and it is happening. Yeah. What else, what else for you has been the highlights of the conference so far? What's come out? I really enjoyed, there's a billionaire chat or billionaire speakers and they all had a chat together and it was facilitated by Greg Foss, who we've had on the podcast. When I say facilitated, he was pretty much part of it because he spoke so much, but what he was saying was unbelievable. And he actually, he made it, he made that event what it was. So I'll put the link in the show notes below. You can go watch it. And it's four billionaires who have realized what Bitcoin is. And they're just speaking about it, of how they're allocating a lot of their wealth. I mean, the third richest man in Mexico, Richard Salinas, I think, yeah, Uncle Ricky is what we call him. And he's allocated 60% of his wealth to Bitcoin, apparently. What? 60%? 60% of, and he's a billionaire. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I wonder what sway he's got with the Mexican government because there was talk about, they talked about Honduras, Mexico, and there was somewhere else that they reckon that's where the, they could follow on from El Salvador. Yeah. And they brought out um, Indira Kempis, her name is, and she's going to be running to bring Bitcoin as legal tender in Mexico. And uh, I would imagine he is heavily backing her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, a lot of announcements. I, I know there was lots of sponsors and I saw that Cash App, and you like, Cash App presents... Bitcoin 2022, all emblazoned on the conference center. And you know what? It makes me think that, seeing the UK we run this, we should be approaching Cash App. We should be approaching Zumo. We should be approaching Bottle Pay. We should be approaching Crypto.com and saying, now's your time if you want to create something brilliant um, in the UK, get behind us and sponsor us. Yeah, and that's what we're going for. We're going for everyone. Because, I mean, if you look at the sponsors of the Miami one, there's easily 150 plus. 
Yeah. They've all got different tiers. And obviously Cash App is probably one of the top ones. Um, but yeah, so many people will want to be involved, I hope. So we'll reach out to them all. Yeah. Um, I wonder as, as the conference wane, wanes, I think we could see a bit, but I think we're going to see a bit of a Bitcoin dump again. I've just, it's low, you know, it's losing momentum. It's not pushing, it did, did push over towards $50,000. I think we could see a, a little bit of a dump going on here. Yeah, I can feel that. Yep. Um, so, all in all, feels like a good conference. Lots of energy, lots of great people. I mean, if you think about the amount of people that are there now, and you had, you had Senator Lumens, uh, how did I say her wrong? Lumis, Senator Lumis. Yep. Yeah. Um, she's working with Jack Mallers on correct legislation to help them um, make it all happen. It's all pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's moving forward and we all see it, but we just need the rest of the world to see it and understand it. That's the problem. That's where we're at. Yeah. Um, oh, look at that. Just as I look at my phone in crypto, Bitcoin is beginning to fall. It's just losing momentum. It's, it's running out of oomph, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's, it's cheaper, isn't it? <laughs> We can buy Bitcoin cheaper, so it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Because, because obviously everything that we're talking about, the adoption, you can see is bullish, like so bullish. So if you can get a little bit cheaper Bitcoin for really bullish adoption, that's that's a pretty good situation. And then you've got Kathy Wood, who obviously runs Ark Investment. She was on stage saying she reckons it's going to hit $1 million by, was it 2030? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, She had to be very careful. I was watching that. Because obviously she's got a hell of a lot of Ethereum. Yeah. So she was sitting next to Michael Saylor. And she couldn't say that word at all. So you could see her trying to like just be in her head, Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, she will. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's a bit like real pal, where she's got to work. She's investing over different things. Where someone like Michael Saylor, he's put all his cognitive capacity and resource into Bitcoin. Uh, okay, so talking about cognitive capacity and resource into Bitcoin, we're looking for big things in the UK. So whether you live in Ireland, Wales, um, uh, the north of Ireland. You live in Scotland, England, Isle of Man, Jersey. Get yourselves up here. Get ready. Follow at Bitcoin Conf UK. Uh, you're going to you're going to run that Twitter feed, aren't you? Yeah, with yeah. the help of you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> with the help of me. Um, and we and and just and let's make this a conference that we crowdfund and crowdsource together, um, and and. I work for each other on it. I had to, you know, I had to block ten idiots yesterday. These oh. trolls! Oh my god! I was like, I didn't realize I was being trolled. I just thought, oh, I've got to deal with these people. And then you look at them and who they are and the tweets about. You, you guys are just like armed. You're just you're like crazy. So I, what I did was I blocked them, and then I saw them in another Twitter feed saying, "Yeah, I've been trolling these guys all morning." You're like, I'm <laughs> sitting do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny and it's funny because they're just sitting at their house doing nothing for bitcoin or the yeah, space at all um nothing. and they're just sitting at their keyboard typing and like oh i'm buying some bitcoin 
Um, and or what? So people are going out and actually trying to spread the word and you want to troll that. It's not very, it's not very productive for Bitcoin. No, and they, so they're not real Bitcoiners. They're just, they're just, uh, I, won't, I won't use a swear word. So, <laughs> but I saw even Michael Saylor, who does so much and does so much philanthropically and has created courses, there was people trolling him and quote tweeting him saying, you know, we want you you open up your private, we reckon you're dumping all your private stuff. And I was like, you guys are crazy. I mean, the conspiracy <laughs> theories are nuts in Twitter. Okay, so just uh, in summary, we are going to sponsors. We're going to speak to sponsors over the next two weeks. We're, yeah. we're trying to nail a venue. Um, we're looking at branding. This is a go as far as we're concerned. The only thing I will stop is if you and I decide we don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, um, and potentially you're even going to come back to Scotland at some point and just get fully involved in it. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's on the cards. Yes, in the next uh, four to six weeks, I think, I will be back so I can, because it's too hard to do everything over Zoom and not be there to organize this. I need to be on the ground. So, yeah, I think I'll be back for the summer. And again, um, I'm shouting out to everybody to help us get Peter McCormack involved. I don't know if Peter wants to. I know he's really busy over there just now. Hopefully he can. So we'll speak to Natalie Brunel. We'll speak to Greg Foss, Lawrence Lepard, Dan Held, um, James Labish, just all of you. Mm -hmm. We'll just get everybody on board to try and get Peter involved. If he could come <laughs> up, and it would be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I think that would be awesome if we could get him involved as well. I'm going to write to them all. I'm going to write to Max Kai. I'm going to write to them all. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it's not as if it's like, oh, we want to keep over in Miami. It's our thing. That's not the way they think. They think about how can we help adoption to educate and form globally. So yeah. that's 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 their mission, isn't it? Yeah. So so how does this work? So if you think about America, so. Jack Mallers does a deal with NCR. Now, I don't know if that was US only or globally to, to work with Strike and the Lightning Network to make Bitcoin payments. But in the UK, as we said last week, they shut down Bitcoin ATMs, yeah. made them illegal. You just wonder where this is all going because it's not it doesn't feel aligned. But I think what will happen is people like the UK will look at the USA and it, eventually they'll take a steer. Because ultimately... Um, the Chancellor doesn't wake up. Rishi Shunak, who's he's getting a pile of abuse just now, isn't he? Because mm -hmm. of his billionaire wife. Yeah. Um, the, he doesn't wake up and go, oh, I'm just going to get involved in Bitcoin. His spads, his special advisors, and all his researchers will be bringing stuff to the table to say, this would be great policy. This would be great for the UK in the future. So it will come across his desk. Yeah, I think it's hard because yeah jack maller's speech was very america orientated and then you look yep. at the uk and we are falling behind and that's why we need some sort of we need this conference we need to spread the word because when government comes out and they don't really mention bitcoin when they yep. come out and talk about crypto asset hub when a, when they're saying that and they're not mentioning bitcoin specifically then the, there's a problem there and I think having this conference will help educate people on what exactly Bitcoin is. Well, I tell you, what, we've had nothing from the SNP. We've had mm -hmm. nothing. So I, I emailed um, Bailey Fraser McPherson, who's my local councillor. He's a Lib Dem councillor. 
I asked him, I'd love to do this. Um, I'd love to get this going. I think I did it Wednesday. Um, I don't really know much about the network in Dundee. He came back to me right away within an hour. I'm going to make an introduction to the economic um, development. Um, let me know how it goes, blah, blah, blah. I, I was like, that was amazing what he did. So thank you very much, Fraser McPherson, um, Lib Dem uh, councillor in the West End of Dundee. Where's the SNP? Where are the SNP? We have emailed. You've 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 written. You've emailed literally every SNP, <laughs> every MP single MSP, one. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and we've tweeted them, and not one has. So not one has got back to us. And so let's hope over the next few months as we bring the Bitcoin UK conference to Dundee. And by the way, Manchester's really pushing hard yeah. to to get us to go there. And um, let's see if we can get the SNP involved in this. Um, yeah, I mean, and 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 um, Labour. I mean, all politicians get find out about Bitcoin, find yeah. out about it, and then make your mind up. Don't make your mind up based on what you read in the media. Exactly. Okay. Oh, that was that was a good wee positive rant. We didn't really have <laughs> haven't offended anybody. We keep everyone in the canoe paddling in the same direction. <laughs> Right, um, so we've got a sponsor call in 45 minutes. I'd like to go for something to eat. It's now quarter past two and I have, I've had one coffee since six o'clock in the morning. Uh-oh, yeah, please go and eat. <laughs> run, run, running on energy. I'm loving the enthusiasm. <laughs> All right, Jordan, is there anything else we want to cover off? Because I think we've said enough, but people people now hopefully will start to get behind us as we, as we tweet and as we post and as we contact them and as we um, pod. Yeah. Yeah, I think just get behind and yeah, help us out in any way that you you think you can help us. Yeah, because we're just a couple of dudes for Dundee, a couple <laughs> of decisiders for Dundee. Oh, did you see what I did? Did I, I showed you the pictures when I went axe hurling? Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> wow. So up at up near Dens Park in Dundee, anyone's listening in Dundee, you um, there's axe hurling. And you, you, it is a, you're throwing axes at targets. It is so cool. <laughs> All right, Jordan, um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Not that I'm going to allow you to do that because we're going to be busy as heck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll speak to you in 45 minutes. Bye, everyone. Bye.